three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Hunter and oh my god so I have a review for everyone tonight for Borat subsequent movie film which officially is out now on Amazon Prime uh, they went ahead and released it uh, technically a day early uh, I watched the film on Tuesday uh, I got a screener for it and I I, <laughs> I rewatched it just because I wanna, wanted to be sure about everything I'm about to say on mic. And, uh, okay, so, God, where do you even start with this? So, Sasha Baron Cohen, I really think we need to take a moment to appreciate his true genius. Uh, I've been a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen's ever since the Ali G show, or sorry, duh, the duh, Ali G show, which, of course, people remember from HBO. I think that ran three seasons. And, uh, after that, you know, we got LG in the house, which I actually just rented because I haven't watched it in a while. I know some people don't like it. I'm a fan of it. Uh, the only movie I don't really love is Bruno, and I even like Bruno. Some parts, not all of it, but uh, Borat, of course, is a was a huge global smash uh, when it came out. Um it's it's amazing that it's been 14 years uh, since the original. Uh, keep keep in mind, Sasha Baron Cohen won a Golden Globe uh, for his portrayal. Obviously, the most insane scene being the uh, <laughs> being the hotel uh, the hotel chase. There, that was oh, that was insane. But what I appreciate about this movie is that. As insane as it is, and my God, I, so I'm going to try to dance around spoilers on this because I really want people to go into this as fresh as possible, but the amount of stuff that is crammed into a 97-minute film is really impressive. So just starting starting off here, Sasha Baron Cohen once again uh, portrays uh, Borat, and he has been working in, uh, not a coal mine, but he's been... Uh, forced to work as a slave essentially because Kazakhstan became uh, such a laughing stock after the success of the last film. It was big in America, but uh, people in Kazakhstan hated it, and so he's been <laughs> he's been forced into this life of slavery essentially. And there's even this point where he's tied to this uh, like one of those old school carnival machines. He's tied to what someone hits. Um, hits the uh, hits the button, you know. Uh, use the hammer, thing goes up, hits him between the crotch. I'm like, oh my god! Like that's how the movie starts, it's like three minutes in, and so Sasha Baron Cohen is recruited to go back to U.S. of A. to go ahead and deliver a present to, uh, as he calls him, uh, McDonald Trump. Which, <laughs> uh, it's oh my god, this movie's so great. So he goes ahead and goes back to America. He goes by uh, by a by like a boat, which takes him twenty two days to get there. Which I I got a very hard laugh out of. But before that, he discovers that he has a daughter who is, by the way, trapped. 
like tied to a like tied to uh like in this barn essentially and i'm just like wow okay but what i love about this movie one of the many things i love about this movie is that it does have callbacks to uh, the last film he goes back to his home after being uh, given this new assignment and his neighbor the one that couldn't afford the clock radio uh, he's taken over his house uh, his kids hate him uh, his his kid one of his kids uh, I think it's Huey Lewis yeah Huey Lewis he's the one to go he goes I'm so ashamed of you I hate my name I changed my name to Jeffrey Epstein I'm like oh my god and the thing is that joke is on the mild side this film and I and I'm gonna stand by what I'm gonna say Sasha Baron Cohen is one of the most important comedians we've had in the last 50 years because between Borat, between Alan G. Show, between uh, Who Is America, which you know got Golden Globe and Emmy nominations and well deserved, uh, might I add, he has this level of fear that is almost bordering on being suicidal because of how much how little of a fuck he gives. It's honestly impressive, and as someone who has tried so hard to not give a fuck 24-7. I find genuine admiration in the fact that he's able to just dive into this character with reckless abandon. And let's be clear, at points, it's definitely reckless abandon. But again, I, I, I just, I have so much respect for what this guy does. So he goes ahead and goes back to America. And so what's so fascinating about this is that the movie addresses the big elephant in the room because when i heard they were doing another borat my first thought was borat made all this money he won his golden globe he's known now people know who he is so how the hell is he going to get away with doing a whole nother film and the movie addresses that right out the gate so he's in uh, uh in texas i want to say and he's being chased around by people people like oh my god borat borat uh, there's a scene where he's running through the streets and he has a shirt on, but he's in his tiny whiteies. I'm like, oh my God, that's how, how are you not getting arrested? But he goes to a costume shop to go ahead and to go ahead and, you know, disguise his, uh, his appearance and he buys multiple costumes because he makes a couple costume changes uh, throughout the film. Uh, there are so many bits here. And, and again, I'm going to touch on just a couple of them because I really don't, I really don't want to give too much away there's a bit where he goes to get a cell phone and <laughs> and this guy is teaching him uh brian i want to say his name is is teaching him how to use this new phone and he tells him oh yeah you you can use google assistant to figure out you know restaurants near you and all this and so he looks up uh uh i'm i'm not gonna get the exact term right but he looks up porn and so he finds porn. He's like, oh, and he goes, well, I need to go make a call or I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You stay here. But his phone is still attached to the TV that he has in the main part of the store. And so he looks up like, uh, like I think like thick black woman, tall white man or something like that. And he <laughs> and the guy who's running the store, Brian, is fucking mortified as he should be. But it's uh, it's so fucking funny. The movie, if there's a complaint, and, and I think some people will have this complaint, I think the film really picks up around the 20-minute mark, uh, or eh, 
I'd say around the 15 minute mark, actually. Uh, there's a little bit of setup, which, you know, some people might scoff at it. I didn't think it was a big deal at all because I was all in for this. Because let's be real, guys, considering how many movies have been canceled <laughs> and how many films we're not getting this year, if you would have told me in January I was getting a new Borat film, I would have gone, get the fuck out of here. So the fact that this even exists, I give it some credit for. But bottom line, uh, as the film continues, his daughter, uh, his daughter ends up uh, over in America through this reason I won't spoil because it's it's absurd but it's really funny. It's a good it's a good gag, and there, again there are so many things I want to talk about in this movie. But and I know I normally do spoiler reviews, but I really want people to discover this for themselves. So I'm just gonna go through a couple things here. So the daughter, who's played by a newcomer, she doesn't have any major acting credits or anything like that. Uh, uh, Maria uh, Baklava, uh, she plays uh, Borat's daughter, uh, Sandra Jessica Parker Sagdiv, which <laughs> the name itself is alone is hilarious. She is fearless. And I was a little concerned because you think about someone like Sasha Baron Cohen, you go, who's going to be able to match him on that level? And so much credit to Maria Baklava. She is a badass. And there is a scene where she's talking to these women, and I will just leave it at that. That scene in particular made me cringe, but in the best way. I'm like, this is perfect. This is excellent. This is everything I didn't know I wanted. So the purpose of the daughter is to be offered as a present to, uh, to, to Donald Trump. He, uh, you've seen it in the trailer. But Borat tries to go ahead and get his daughter to be presentable uh, for, uh, as he calls him, pussyhound Mike Pence, which, God, even hearing pussy, <laughs> pussyhound and Mike Pence in the same sentence was hilarious in its own right. But the whole process of getting her, uh, getting her like prepped up and glamour, giving her a makeover essentially. What I found interesting about it is that, so because of Kazakhstan rule, she has to live in a cage or sleep in a cage. So they go to this farm feed store to get her a cage. And the owner, I, I, the owner looks so confused because Borat asks, asks him, hey, what, you know, what size, what size cage should I get for a girl to sleep in? And, and the owner at first is kind of like, what the fuck? But he goes over the most expensive cage, $900. The owner goes, well, you know, whatever. I'll just look the other way, which I think is a whole, which is a whole other issue in itself. But that scene in particular is where the movie really picks up and it really doesn't stop from there. There is this great uh, story about Queen Melania and I'll, and I'll leave it at that. The way it's told and the style it's told was incredibly hilarious to me. And also the way that they really do poke holes in uh, her and Trump's marriage. Because you know good and damn well she does not love him. Uh, yeah, I won't go off on that. But come on. Like, really? Like, she saw him and went, oh, I have to be with Come on. Um, so she, uh, so, so Sandra Jessica, she is talking to this one woman who's a uh, like an Instagram influencer. And she's talking about women and how women need to be like weak and how you don't ever want to be aggressive. You want to be submissive, submissive. And the film, just like the first one has these poignant points 
of talking to people who are so fucking wrong that you go, oh, good to know. I should never act like that person. And this this woman who's in here telling who she's being told or everyone's for the most part being told is, you know, a teenager telling her how she's supposed to be meek and not talk and all this shit. I'm like, wow, this is a, a terrible message to give a teenager. Uh, two, this is how you really think that's really fucking terrible. And she even talks about how, Oh, you need a total makeover from your hair to your face, to your clothes, to your personality. And you just go, wow, you're an ugly fucking person. There's a point where they do go dress shopping. You saw that in the trailer where she's wearing a bag. And and Borat asked the woman, this is one joke I will give away. He asked her, uh, where's the no means yes section? And now I was like, oh, my fucking God. And, and she laughs. She owns the fucking store. She laughs. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, the thing that probably caught me the most off guard, just like the first one, this is really at the end of the day, it's a it's a story about a, a father and a daughter and about being a decent parent, which when it gets surprisingly sweet, it is always because with what you see in this movie and again, dancing around. But with what you see in this film, when the sentimental moments come up, you are going to go, really? And the things, the film pulls them off. So it's not just because I, I can already hear pe some people, probably Republicans, if I'm being honest, probably going like, oh, because look, let's let's call it what it is. He's in Texas at many points in this film. He ends up at a rally and that's all I'll say there. It doesn't paint a lot of Trump voters in a great light. It's um, I, I could I can already hear Trump voters yelling about how this is, you know gotcha journalism like Parks and Rec and all that but he shows these people for who they are and he ends up staying with these two gentlemen uh uh I can't remember I think it's Jeff and Jake I want to say something like that that so while they're terrible and they're talking about how like Obama is like like a terrorist and all this shit you know the the the, the classic greatest hits you know by extreme right-wing people they never freak out on him, even when he's dancing around in his underwear. They never, they never degrade him, even though he's playing, you know, he's playing uh, someone not from, uh, not from the U.S. So I have to give them a small bit of credit for being somewhat decent people outside of their, you know, their insane political views. Uh, Borat does also sing a song and that's, that's one of the last things I'll give away that I just thought, wow, to get all these people to sing this song and to sing it gleefully, what does that say about us as a country? It's, it speaks very low to where we are and it, you're going to learn something watching this. I mean, you will laugh, but I think as a country, it's going to really show people, man, we have a long way to go. Uh, it, it's pretty insane. So last thing I will mention, we have to address the elephant in the room. Rudy Giuliani, uh, of course, freaking out on Twitter because he felt like he got, he felt like he got set up, which he didn't. Um, so I'm going to read Giul Rudy Giuliani's tweet because I want to read it verbatim. So let me see here. 
Okay. I let me see. Hmm. Okay. I'm actually having a hard time finding that. I think he might have. Oh, here we go. The Borat video is a complete fabrication. I was tucking in my shirt after taking off the recording equipment. At no time during before or after the interview was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he's a stone cold liar. So here's the thing. I heard about the scene and I went, that sounds really bad on paper. Um, It's way worse than the movie. <laughs> it's infinitely worse than what I ever really could have pictured it being. So he's full of shit. And I understand that he's probably confused because it wasn't his cousin he was trying to fuck. But at the end of the day, this girl is portraying a 15-year-old and Rudy is all about it. And I will just leave it there with how it plays out and everything. But it is insane, but in the best way. And I cannot express enough the amount of genuine glee I got from watching that scene because he looks like a total piece of shit. Uh, I, I mean, you know, he is a piece of shit. I mean, cousin fucker. But uh, but it, it's incredible to watch. And it's, it's re there are a couple scenes where you go, all right, I'm surprised you didn't get your ass kicked or you didn't get killed. The scene that you saw in the trailer where uh, Sasha Baron Cohen dress dresses up as Trump, that watching that whole scene play out, it is a giant, oh my God, really? This is what you're doing. And he stands by it and really just brass set of balls. I don't know what the equivalent is for women, I guess would be like, like brass ovaries, but these two, Sasha Baron Cohen and uh, Maria Baklova, uh, Baklova I, my, I, you know what? I don't have a hat, but if I did, I would be tipping it to you right now, to both of you. This is a incredible, 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 incredible film. And as I get to my final thoughts here, uh, <sighs> this film, there is so much about this that's going to make people think, but it's going to make you laugh. I haven't laughed this hard in a while. When I think about just great comedy, uh, just great sequels, period, um, it's hard to pull off a great sequel. Like, let's call it what it is. Uh, you know, there's a reason the term sophomore slump exists. When I think about the best comedy sequels, I think about something like a 22 Jump Street. I think about something, if you want to count it, like a like a Shrek 2. You know, I think about something like, um, I think about something like Adam's Family Values, which I, I really do enjoy the hell out of. Uh, this is up there with those. This is one of my favorite sequels ever and i know some people are gonna go that's insane it's really not because the last 25 minutes of this film is just it, it's a master class it's exactly how you would think you might be able to call actually no actually never mind i'm gonna walk that back i don't think you're gonna see where this movie ends up coming because i didn't see it coming i was sitting there going what and how it wraps up, I went, bravo. 
just bravo, you're a brilliant man, Sasha Baron Cohen. This is, it's amazing that after 14 years, he comes back to this, and it's like he never left. And I would love to talk to Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, out of character. And I'd love to know, because I'm assuming who was America influenced him a lot to get back in the saddle, as it were, uh, as this character. But this film works so well, even with the what some people will call slow start. You were so rewarded for watching for every minute of this film. And it's something that everyone should watch. Lord knows we I think we could all use a laugh. But yeah, this is a fan fucking tastic of the highest order. Uh I don't know if I'll see a comedy that's better than this for the rest of the year. Uh, this was just excellent start to finish. I love this movie. And again, to the, everyone involved with this, uh, bravo. Uh, I don't know how you pull this off. I don't know how this is better uh, for me than the first Borat. Uh, not by much, but like, by like, the, like a hair. But it it it's a better film for me. I laughed harder. Uh, the father-daughter dynamic works so well. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. So it's a solid fan-fucking-tastic for me. Everyone should watch this. So everyone, Borat, subsequent movie film. Have you seen it? Oh, but that was the last thing I was going to mention. I watched a, uh, I got to watch this uh, Q&A with Borat. And he was in character afterwards. And Sasha Baron Cohen, he gets that character. Uh, the, 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 the one joke or one of the jokes I'll point out is, he was talking to this guy who's a who's a, a redhead, and he's got the red beard and everything. He talks about how, oh well, uh, I would love to to uh, to take your <laughs> to take your pubes because they're like they're worth as much more than diamonds here in Kazakhstan. And the guy, <laughs> the guy was dying. Like you could tell he was not prepared for that. And it, the way that he just leans in this character with no fear genuine admiration for so Sasha Baron Cohen everyone involved my hat is off to you bravo fan fucking tastic but Borat subsequent movie film have you seen it let us know what you thought in the comments you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the real pineapple you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter real pineapple you can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the first and don't forget to like share and subscribe you can find us on SoundCloud Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, Spotify and Amazon Music at The Real Pineapple. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up uh, this weekend for The Witches. We'll have reviews up for Blade 1 and Blade 2. And I think I'm going to watch The Birds this weekend. I haven't watched that. I've been wanting to get in this, uh, back into Hitchcock. So have a review up for that as well for the real spooky series as we get closer to Halloween because we are... Uh, eight days away essentially but everyone please stay safe out there wear a mask don't forget to vote take care of each other love on each other and we'll talk to you soon take care